0: <laughs> I literally I have no excuse for not posting in so long. I have no excuse. I I'm not even going to put it in words to like say like, there's an excuse or there's a reason. I feel as though there's a part of me that has really, really, really been fighting with the spirit of procrastination. But then I know like that role in my mind that is like you're procrastinating. I know that, that that isn't entirely concrete because it's not as if I was just putting off recording um and just doing nothing. You know what I mean? I've been working. I've been I've been t- baby, I've been working. And I'm so happy I'm experiencing a lot of gratitude because I've been falling into these. Mind you, they're very short phases, but I've been falling into the phases of like that anxious feeling. And I know that young people can attest to this, like that anxious feeling of feeling like you're running out of time. Why does it feel like, you know, and it doesn't right now, but I do know like I, 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 I happen to fall into mind states where I just feel so panicked about the status of my life or where I am. And it always relates, not even just like, I mean, there's a part of my egoic mind that is trying to develop a detachment to even spirituality itself, which I know that that is, you know, it's a no-go, no attachments, no attachments, no problems. Okay. And, um, There is a part of my mind that even tries to get attached to spirituality in itself. Or gets caught up in the idea that I have to rush to reach. Reach. And I don't know what it is that I'm reaching. Because I finally finally made the discovery that we can call it a journey. But it's really not even a journey. Because you're not going anywhere. I mean, the idea that you have yourself is what leaves. But... What you truly are is always there regardless. So I've been trying to not get caught up in thinking like, oh, I'm running out of time. I have to rush. I have to do this and this and this. And it's really, really easy to get caught up in that mindset because of the world that we, like the external phenomenal world that we live in. And we get so caught up in being a person and seeking, seeking achievements But, like, I realize, like, even the achievements themselves don't really mean anything. And I know, um, I, I definitely see, like, there's somebody that I will have conversations with, and he says, he says, you know, I know that you constantly say, like, nothing matters, nothing matters. But, you know... In itself, you saying nothing matters doesn't matter. And I'm so completely aware of that. I know that me saying nothing matters, it doesn't even matter. Because that's literally my mind. My mind conceptualizing the fact that, like, none of this shit really takes effort, effort. I mean, I guess it does. But it doesn't really. It's like one of those things where the mind... The mind always wants some type of job, something to do, no matter what. So, for example, just saying, just saying, be nothing. Or, like, just saying, empty your mind or clear your mind. The mind is acting. The mind will literally try to put on a show in that. And people will be like, oh, yeah, well, I'm emptying my mind. But you have to understand, like, and emptying your mind, there's going to be nothing there. Like, literally nothing. No thoughts. Not even the thought. Not even the thought. I am empty. Because that in itself is erected in the mind. So, I could say that nothing matters. But in saying that nothing matters, that itself does not matter. Even the one who is completely aware of that itself not mattering and pointing it out doesn't matter. So, it's completely understandable, but I also believe, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, effortlessly, it's it's effortlessly, effortless. It's, it doesn't take effort, and I think for it to take effort, that just means, like, your mind is trying to achieve something else. Your mind is looking for some type of... Some type of reward for what you're doing, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, like that's that's really the name of the game, so I finally settled in the fact that no, you know, time is really not real it 's only real in the grand scheme of being a mortal body, but it's not it's not real, and I hate restricting my being by time. I hate feeling as though I have to rush or this is some sort of race when it's not a race at all. And even if you were to call it a race, who was your opponent? Because you don't have any opponents. There are no enemies. If anything, the enemy would be a toxic mind. The enemy would be a mind that is not aiding, you know, aiding the transformations or not opening, opening up enough for you to expand to those transcend transcendental phases states whatever you want to call it and i am marinating i'm marinating in that i'm marinating in the fact that i really can do whatever i want to do and there is no rush to do those things i'm finally getting settled in not searching for outside validation, and even though I can feel myself not searching for outside validation, there still is a role being played in my mind that wants that, but I know that I don't need it, you understand, even when there's the part of my mind, like, as I'm saying this, there's a part of my mind that's like, yeah, but like, you know, external validation, people liking you and supporting you, and like, yeah, and that will lead me to a whole nother tangent, but you don't need external validation. The only val- validation that you really need is the internal one. And even then, it's not even like a validation. It's just like a... It's a harmonious thing. It It's effortless. And I, I mean that when I say it. It's literally like harmonious. You... Your mind can like come up with it because, like, your like I said, your mind is easily employable. It wants to do something, so your mind will come up with the oh wow, like I'm blah blah blah. I'm doing that, and then it could it's ego. It's it's literally ego. All of this, all of these these things don't take effort, and I guess they can take time, but it's not a real true time if that makes sense because it all unfolds when it needs to and um i guess your openness your openness determines that but what i've just been open to is loving myself totally and fully i i know that i used to spend a lot of energy loving others and i don't want i don't want to say it like oh spend like loving people is like expending energy but everything we do is everything we do is currency it's it's all currency. It's energetic currency. So, I used to, I used to exude. I thought. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe it wasn't even love. It was more so attachment based. Like there could be love, but it it, it was definitely more so attachment based. But I used to expend a lot of love outwardly, and I felt like. I wasn't getting the reciprocity. And my problem with not getting the reciprocity was because I was searching for outside validation. Wherein, if I was totally centered in my being and myself and my soul, you know, I don't think I would have had as many... I don't think I would have had as many... constrictions in my... And my like idea of how I should be recep- received, In my idea of how I should be received by other people. Even <laughs> I realize that it's so cyclical. It's so cyclical because even the one that is afraid of judgment by external forces. You have to be aware that the one that is afraid of external judgment there is no external judgment to begin with okay so like for example and I've touched base on this I think plenty of times my the work that I have been doing I guess if I were to call it work internally is opening myself up to putting my creative outlets, my creative ventures out there. And I guess on the internet, but I don't really like social media or there's a part of my mind that doesn't really care for it because I don't, I'm kind of ambivalent. Like I don't really want to engage in stuff like that. I do, but in a healthy way, because like I said, that, that want for outside validation comes a lot for my person when i try to get really involved in social media um and it just feels like a lot of work so i i don't really like to get wrapped up into oh i want engagements and oh i want people to follow me and support me even though i do like that's a natural it's a natural reaction but i'm getting open with you know being okay with being judged, because I realize the fear that comes from being judged is still a projection itself. You know, I'm afraid to put myself out there because I don't know how it will be received. But then it's like, okay, well, where does the fear come from? And how do you think it will be received? And that's a projection itself. You're you're building, you know, thoughts can come without you engaging in them. And my fear or past fear, or it could be current because I'm not really entirely sure, but I know that I'm getting better about it because I feel open and I don't feel so, so wrapped tight, you know, so wrapped tight in the concepts anymore. But a fear of how you're going to be perceived is a projection of how you think other people are going to react. And it could be negative, which is probably why the fear is there. It's a negative fear. It's a negative. You think that they're they're going to receive it in a negative way. But then you have to understand why do you want validation? Why do you need that validation? Because if it was already there, you wouldn't be restricted by fear. You know, the fear wouldn't be there. Not to mention it's all delusions. I realize I'm a delusional bitch. Like it's all delusions because I haven't even put shit up there yet. And I'm afraid of negative judgment, but there hasn't even been any negative judgment, which goes to show boom, right there. It's a delusion not to mention if somebody even does negatively judge me, how I react to that, how I react to that really is the determinant that's the true determinant it doesn't matter it doesn't matter otherwise like it's really all it's an internal thing i hate to be like it's you it's you it's you and i don't want to say it like that but understand when i say it's you it's not the real you it's the idea that you have of yourself the idea that i have of myself the idea uh that so many human beings have of themselves that we've just been we've been conditioned it's been indoctrined into us to 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 go about life in that way and to believe that we're some vessel we're some thing some object when none of those things ring true at all it's like i don't know just stop buying the thoughts stop purchasing the thoughts because when it boils down to it the beauty that you see or admire in other people and even envy which envy comes from your personal identity all of these things come from personal identity. But I just want to say, even negative emotions, those things that, you know, come from your perception or you perceiving another person, all of that is present in you as well. And it's so hard for people to understand that or, like, to really grasp it. I think people hear it, but they don't really, really receive it, you know. But it all boils down to... A reflection in a mirror all of it is re- like it's all being projected through a reflection in a mirror and it's so weird because the true place like the true place of that perception has no I don't know that that true place it's like it perceives without making perceptions it perceives without aiding to any type of concept it's just it's just it's just there it's just ever present no matter what when you start to really live in that it just feels it feels good it, it's like a gracious it, it it's definitely gratitude and i i find myself being overcome by that almost I'm just completely overcome by that like ugh. but i i it's 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 so funny because like the sexual tension Just the sexual tension between me, the person, and (laughs) the role of being attached to personal identity. I just know, like, it's so weird because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I'm struggling with personal identity. I'm attached to personal identity, but who is attached to personal identity? Who is the one that's attached to personal identity? Even as far as times when I'm feeling a certain way or emotion comes up, it's like, okay, I feel angsty or I feel intense desire. But where is the desire even coming from? You know, and I watched a podcast, and the guy in the podcast said today, it's like I want so many things, and the wanting causes me suffering, and I have to sit back and say, What does the wanter want? And literally, what does the wanter want? Because for me, I realize what has been a prevalent theme in my life as Tariana is just freedom. I want liberation. And I know that in the past, I didn't know. And I think I still don't know. I think I still don't know because... I noticed the concepts open themselves. The mind opens itself. And it's more inviting to different things. And my idea of freedom, you know, I guess years prior, were so different than my ideas of freedom now. But at the same time, they're the same. Like, they just evolved but I, I liberation, liberation, and freedom was really something that I did want. I always knew that's what I wanted, but my mind wasn't open enough to even understand what liberation or freedom was. Does that make any sense? I hope that makes sense, even if it doesn't make sense. it makes sense to me, baby so. but the idea that I had of liberation is not even the same idea that I have of liberation now. And I know that even that can change in time. But I do feel gratitude because there's definitely expansion happening. And I know that's a role in my mind saying there's expansion happening. But I just have to vocalize that that is truly being perceived. And I know that's not just a... That's not a limited mind state. It's not a limited mind state. I think the real limited mind states come from the emotions or feelings that are just not permanent. And the only thing that is permanent is beneath all of the emotions and the feelings and the thoughts that come up. I finally realized that for a long time, I was... You know, I have these thoughts and everyone, everyone goes through this. So I don't even know why it's one of those things where we get so caught up internally. where We're like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm having thoughts like this. What's wrong with me? And none of those things are real because we all go through the same thing and people try to pretend like they don't or they're just not aware. You know, they're not, they're not totally tapped into that awareness yet, but I literally used to. Have thoughts, And it's so funny because I say used to because it's like, I guess in the past and the near past, like, is this not this is not no <laughs> long far off, but these are do- new discoveries that have come to me, I guess. And I literally used to have thoughts or thoughts would arise. And even though I like because of whatever thought it was, or if it was triggering or anything like that, I would try to push the thought away which is a no-no you guys you can't you have to really feel them but on this other side of the spectrum you can be aware of them and feel them but not play the role it's like a video game like i i really think it's like yeah like the game's playing but it's like are you going to grab the controller like i really like it's it's really n- and I don't want to say it's simple because it's not simple for somebody whose mind isn't accustomed to that. But the pointings are simple. And you just don't have to engage with everything when you start to really detach from it. Things feel so much better. I never knew. <laughs> I never knew that it would feel this good. And I know this is my mind. But like I just didn't know it would feel this good to just detach. And there was a role in my mind that thought that ambivalence was a negative thing there still is it's not strong but even when i find myself detaching more my mind or my personal mind the egoic mind there's a fear and an anxiety that arises in that because it's like oh well if you lose your identity or if you lose your passion you know the passion behind how you treat people or anything not even just people but like just it my mind is like, if you lose that passion and you just become ambivalent, then where is the beauty in life? How are you going to enjoy life? How will things be good? Like, Just know that things are going to be good regardless because they just will. I don't know. It's some type of inner knowing for me. And I know this doesn't ring true for absolutely everybody. And it's it's not going to because we all live in different worlds. <laughs> but for me it definitely it definitely expands it, it expands thing and i i feel so i just feel so grateful to be in the place that i'm in now it's it's wild it's absolutely wild i will say like bro who, your girl just gets caught up staring into space there were times when like before recording this it was just so funny i took so long to finally sit down and record this and y'all know, I don't even plan my episodes. I don't, I let alone, I don't even plan my days. I don't plan my hours. I don't plan, any, like, I've stopped getting caught up in planning things because that was a part of OCD and it was anxiety in itself. And um, I don't even plan my episodes. So the fact that it took, there was so much weird, like resistance, and my mind is saying there was resistance, but honestly, there wasn't really resistance. There was nothing. And then there was the idea that because I wasn't doing something that there was resistance even though I was doing other things as well but like there was the idea that was directed like oh because you're not working on the podcast that you're resisting it and you're you know procrastinating and da 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 and my mind was trying to beat me up about it and I was like oh god and I really was starting to feel like there was a part of me starting to feel like oh no like no I am procrastinating oh my gosh where's my passion where's my drive but it's there It's just not so like I have to do this or I have to do that. I'm so happy that I didn't put restrictions on myself for those things because it feels like they unfold a lot more spontaneously and a lot more beautifully and it's erected from a place of truth for me. This is literally, this is me, you know, and when I say this is me, it's, I guess, the idea that I have of myself, yes, for sure, but just know I'm being authentic all right, you don't have to know anything, I know I'm being authentic, but um, then I finally sat down and did it, and I was like, okay, (laughs) the words definitely just flow, I don't know where my hiccups were, where the hiccups were, and actually, I do know where the hiccups were, because the hiccups were in the idea that I had of myself at that time, so I was definitely erecting some type of, like, Bashing almost mentality toward myself because I wasn't recording and I was feeling intense emotions and all of this. But it's so weird because it's not like I was just not doing anything. Like it'd be different if I was just, yeah, like just blank nothing. Like, I mean, yes, that is there, the blank nothingness is there, but it'd be different if it was just I'm procrastinating, but I'm also not actively doing anything. And that's not what was happening, so I'm really glad that I could I'm really glad that I could step away from that mind state to see it. It's so weird that we don't really even know the storms of the mind that well until it's already passed, and then we can look at it and we're like, "Oh wow, I'm getting better at being able to spot them when they begin and just clearing them out, But I don't want to get caught up in pushing them away if that makes sense because like I said, pushing it away is basically repression and we don't want to repress we need it all to bubble to the surface and pour out so that we can be clean okay it has to go all of the things that don't serve you they literally have to go and it just makes me happy because I feel a deeper love and almost understanding for myself and as that happens, I feel that the love that I can give out outwardly is not connected to something personal wise like it's not it's not bound by attachment, so to speak, so I'm not doing these things or acting a certain way out of attachment, even though maybe yes, but like like I said, <laughs> the sexual tension between me and personal identity is just. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. <laughs> it it comes in waves. It definitely comes in waves. There are times when I'm just sitting and there's no one there. There's no one there. And when when the someone comes back or you know when the personal identity does come back, it comes back because there's a role played in my mind that is afraid of the lack of identity. And it's just not real. Like, <laughs> I need people to understand that I'm tr- like, I hate the term woke. Well, why do we, I mean, whatever. It's like, I want to be politically correct, but I know that there is no such thing and it doesn't matter. Um, but wake up. Literally wake up. Everything we see, everything we feel, everything we think all of those are products of the dream that you're engaged in you know all of them are turn this into a lucid dream a lot of people are completely unaware just just you know it's it's a dream it's a dream the same way our body grows and evolves so does the self and If you don't open your mind, you can't. You can't wake up. If you don't open your mind, you you just can't wake up. And there's no one way to see it, I guess. There's no one way to see it, but the truth is that one thing. There is no other. I realized that to figure out... To figure out what we truly are, we just have to be aware of what we aren't. I'll say that one more time. To figure out what and who we truly are, we just have to be aware of what we're not. Who we are not. I think that to find the self is the only way to actually be happy. Every other idea of happiness is a projection and it's not truth. Man, I love life. I just, <laughs> I really love life because there's so many things that erect in front of me and inside of me that are not me. And I get to experience them, but I don't have to be them. I don't have to be that. And I like, or there's a role in my mind that likes that. And maybe, because this just arose, and I don't even want to speak it because here I go, but like, no, um, this just arose. And like, there is maybe, there is an idea that, wow, I went brain dead. That's how you know it didn't matter. I, I, it's gone, it's gone. The thought is gone, which means it really didn't. Even when we talk about things, as we're speaking of them, they're passing. Like... Do you understand that as you speak about things or as things happen, they pass just like that? And when they don't, it's literally because it's being something's being built from memory and you're grabbing on. But like, you know, you you, you completely lo- I, I've gotten better at like sometimes I lose my train of thought and I just let it go. Y'all ever lose, like, y'all lose what you're about to say and you're like, oh my god, no, it was important. Oh and you, like, get really caught up trying to remember it. I don't even do that anymore. I try not to because I realize, like, it's okay. It's literally okay. Like, everything's fine. Um, another recurrence. Okay, not a, not recurrence, sorry. Wrong words. Another occurrence is that I've stopped searching for friends. <laughs> It all comes back to that outside validation. I don't care anymore. I I had downloaded Tinder um after I became single and I was like, oh my god, I want friends. I want like-minded people, where's my tribe? Da da da, da. and all of that really was my ego. Um, I've kind of and here this is this is personal, but uh my person has always believed itself to be kind of a lone wolf, even when I did have friends, quotes or people that I spent my time with, there was always a weird alienated feeling or like an outsider feeling. So, and I'm kind of starting to just, I'm starting to settle in that because I know that even the idea of me being a lone wolf, like it could be true, but also it could equally not be true. I just know that I'm okay individually. I know I'm okay with solitude and being by myself. I don't need to seek out anything because when you open yourself up to things like that, I realize, and this is why I had to like delete Tinder again and everything. And like, just realize, like, stop searching, stop searching for that because that's not what you're looking for. That's not where you're going to get fulfillment. You know, we're always trying to fill voids. It's not where you're going to get fulfillment. And I realized that opening myself up, the wrong type of people will gravitate into your space and if you're not if you're not set in your boundaries you can get caught up in a in a cycle in a cycle of you know allowing allowing the wrong people to be in your space even though i will say that anybody that comes into your space they come into your space at that time for a reason there's always a lesson you know but my lesson the lesson that i had was Stop searching for these things because they'll just come. If it's something I truly need. And it's not like I'm really hurting that bad. Like, I'm really not. And it's weird because I don't know how I ever thought that I was. And I'm not even sure where the lonely feeling comes from or why feeling lonely is a bad thing. Because there were times when I felt so lonely But even in my loneliness, it was like, I don't want, I don't want anybody in my space. I don't want to talk to anybody, so to speak, or it's not even really talk to anybody, but like, I don't want to be trying, you know, I want it to be effortless. I don't want to be trying to build relationships because I'm needy and I'm not needy. I know I'm not needy, but like. The egoic mind, the personal mind is so needy. do y'all understand like it's needy to the point where you can't even let it go you can't, you can't even let it go and when I say you, it's a mix of yourself and the idea that you have of yourself that is attached to the personal mind. So it's so needy that you know you can't even let it go so I I, I know that I don't need anyone. I really only need to find myself that's all i ever really needed and in finding myself the desire to find other people definitely collapsed it collapsed into oblivion i feel so like i feel whole and i know that's not just a mind state i've always been whole i just wasn't aware of it and um it's just nice it's just really really nice i feel love i also have been working on a few, a few creative endeavors that are fulfilling. I would say, I guess I'm about to start. Never mind. Never mind. Y'all ever start about to like you're about to tell your business, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to manifest, so I don't really want to put all my stuff out there like that. Just know your girl's working. So you'll get episodes when you get them. I will post when I post. There's no, you know, but I've just been working. We've been working. We work, baby. We work even when there's no work to do. But there's always work to do because, man, what's going on inside, it can't compare to all of the stuff that's happening outside. I realize how detached I'm becoming from the material world itself. And there there is an immense solace found in that, in the fact that I don't really, I don't really let myself get so swayed by the outside world anymore. I just, baby, I'm going to ball. Okay. So, <laughs> I just ball. I just ball. Um, I definitely, like, there is still a part of me that's like, yeah, I still want to be around like-minded individuals, but it's really if that gravitates into my space. I'm not... Looking for anything because I'm totally whole and I'm totally content. I finally realized, like, I don't even know what my goal is. And I don't want to say, like, oh, God, no goals is such a bad thing. But understand that the life that you live is most likely built off of conditioning. And your idea of what a goal should be or how you should live or how people are supposed to live, it doesn't mean shit. So I'm starting to realize like I'm I'm examining my goals. And I realize like <laughs> the only goal, the only real goal that I have ever had is to just be myself and to feel comfortable doing that. And that's what's happening. It's happening. It's finally happening. Side note, I'm getting a little bit of thickness going on, you know. I'm getting a little fatty, a little fatty, some booty cheeks going on. And that's exciting because I have not been working toward that. I've just been living my life. I guess it's just something that happens when you're just chilling. But yeah, ass fat, ass getting fatter, um, spirit growing fatter, you know, um, vision wider 2020 clear vision i'd speak about it all the time because i didn't even know what i was talking about and it's weird because i could say i didn't know what i was talking about but what i thought i was talking about is not even like the insight that comes 2020 really is that year i i went from like oh my god 2020 is gonna be the best year of my life to like being like oh my god 2020 is the worst year of my life and now i'm back at oh no 2020 really is the best year of my life but I'm starting to realize every moment is the best moment of my life. Every day is the best day of my life. Because I'm constantly, constantly learning. I'm constantly learning. And I realize, like I said, I used to want to be some type of container for ideas and concepts and knowledge. Because, you know, we have this idea that knowledge is power. And the more you know, when you don't really have to know anything to know yourself. And I'm constantly learning, but I'm learning not because I'm... I'm I'm ad- adopting concepts. I'm not learning because I'm adopting concepts or ideas. I'm learning because I'm seeing myself. I can see myself. And even me saying I can see myself, I can see that the one saying I see myself is still a picture erected from the self, not even the self. And it's so beautiful. It's really, really, it's honestly crazy. It's like, this is where I was always meant to be. I don't even understand how it makes sense. But I know that things don't have to make sense for them to exist, even. And they're, oh my gosh, like, it's just, how is it happening? How did I get here? And who is it that got where? Everything, every moment led me to, to this moment. Every moment led me to the moments that are coming. And it's like I was always meant to find myself. And I don't want to say like, oh, that's what everyone's supposed to do. But I, I will say that. That's what you're all supposed to do. Find yourself. Really find yourself. Not the idea that you have of yourself or the idea that you believe somebody else has of you find the true you the true self and bathe in that swim in it dive in it drink it eat it all of it you know because it's a beautiful feeling and it's a true feeling it, it, it there is no alienation here it's puzzle pieces fitting into place i also made the discovery that you know every religion and i and it's so funny because it's so funny how our person constantly changes and evolves but i went from being raised in the church suit in like you know a super religious upbringing stuff like that to learning more about other religions then despising you know despising religion in itself because i thought that it was toxic and i thought that it was ridiculous and i know, i'm not a religious person but i will not condemn religion because i finally have discovered that every single religion is pointing us to the, the self every religion is tra- pointing us to that true awareness and it's crazy that i never realized it before like i don't follow any religions but i will follow the fact that religions are trying to show us our true selves people just mutate the ideas but that's always the case, you know what I mean? It's always the case. But um I, I won't condemn anyone that followed religion and I used to, which I feel like is just so it's so silly in itself because I was condemning myself almost because like what really is a religion other than a faith based on beliefs? I'm not sure. I I, I don't know really what it is i do know like you know bad things have happened from religion but bad things have happened from plenty of things it's one of those things where i realize like there is no perfect world and succinctly as the human race there will never be world peace or this this type of um what's the word i forgot the word but there will never be this total one hundred percent peace because we all live in different worlds and it starts from within. It really starts from within. I would say that, you know, if if everyone if everyone and I know it's not possible, but I would like for it to be possible, and this is my egoic mind speaking on it still, but like if everyone could find their self, find the true self, I don't think we would have any of the not any. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think we'd have a lot of the problems that we have as a human race or in this mother earth or you know all of this because that's really where it all stems from people don't understand like people, are like oh we have to fix this you have to fix this but understand that that's that's being erected from your mind in your world right and not every single person is going to be affected that same way because they live in different worlds and not to mention there's no one way there's no one way for consciousness to 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 play out they're all it's all playing out in so many different ways and it'll never just be one uniform thing at the source it is the same but it doesn't manifest it doesn't manifest the same exact way in every single being so there will be no perfect world but you can have a perfect world you get what i'm saying you can have one when you find yourself I never knew that when I started Terry Talks, it was just going to be like, I didn't know it was going to be this spiritual. And I don't even like falling into the motif of spirit because that's become a trend now. And I'm not, I'm not trendy. I'm not trying to be trendy. This is, this is literally my life. And then there's a part of my mind that's like, well, why do you feel like you need to document your spiritual journey, air quote journey, or so to speak, whatever it is. And I don't feel that I need to document it, but it's enveloping my life like this is my life I understand like this is life and I don't even find myself focusing so long like very long on phenomenal things anymore so when I do come on to talk because I don't plan when I come on to talk I don't really even be having nothing I don't really be having anything to say as far as like the material world or like the personal world um I can tell little stories here and there that's cool but it's really just consciousness talking about itself. That's, And, you know, eventually it'll get to like consciousness speaking with consciousness when I talk to other people and stuff like that. Um, let me see if I can... What are some little stories that I can tell? Oh, my God. No, I got into a fucking car accident like two days ago. And I just want to say thank the Lord. thank Thank God because... Ugh, My mind. Sorry, I don't want to condemn my mind, but I would say like the past month, a recurring thought had been arising when I was driving. And I don't know where it was coming from, but it was a, a thought that like, oh, my God, like it was basically like scenarios of me picturing myself getting into car accidents. And I don't know where it was coming from, why it was coming up, you know, or anything like that. And I usually was just like, okay, I was avoiding them. Not, yes, avoiding them, but also seeing them and being like, what the hell? And I think that, I don't know. I'm not really sure anyway. I don't want to read too much into that. So basically, that's just past month. Having recurring scenarios in my head. Like, oh, got into a car. Like, scenarios of me getting into a car accident. And then, tell me why. They started doing construction on this one road that I drive on to get to work in the morning and. DC drivers are fucking maniacs. They drive insane. They're literally so ridiculous. Like, And I'm in the middle lane. It's a three lane. It's a three lane road. I'm in the middle lane. And the left lane is getting cut off. The left lane is merging into the middle lane because of cones and construction. And the speed limit is only 30 miles an hour. But everyone's backed up and there's traffic for no reason. So like, we're getting up to the part where the cones start to cut it off. And it's telling people to merge. And... There's a car that is behind me in the left lane that starts to speed up because he wants to merge in front of me. But I'm like, I'm almost bumper to bumper with the car that's in front of me. So it's not even a possibility for him to do that. Um, So in a response to seeing that this dude was literally about to try to like, he was literally like forcing himself into my lane before I had even like, he was trying to force himself into my lane before I had even like. Like, I was like, bro, chill out. So I'm like, okay, let me switch lanes because these niggas is acting crazy. So I turn on my blinker. I'm about to switch into the, the rightmost lane. Tell me why the car in the right lane speeds up so that I can't get into the right lane. Tell me why. Like, what is it? What are you gaining when you do stuff like that? And, you know, I have road rage, but it passes quickly. But I was just like, really? And, um, In me trying to merge into the rightmost lane and avoid the car that's merging into the middle lane, I hit the car in the middle lane. Are you kidding me? Like, I was like, really? Really? And it was nothing. It was like a little tap. But adrenaline had me going, okay? Adrenaline... Molly whopped me I was literally like about to have an anxiety attack like I was I was doing the breathing I was like oh my god you know what I'm saying I lost my driver's license a while back I haven't had a driver's license on me for months like honestly since before I was homeless I lost it that long ago and like I was like oh god I'm screwed I'm literally screwed this is bullshit not to mention I'm supposed to be at work so, um, I hit the car, I hit this car I bump them, and we drive to the nearest gas station, and, you know, they hop out, it's a little white couple, and, um, I was just like, oh my god, are you guys okay, I'm so sorry, and they're like, oh, it's okay, like, this car is old, and da-da-da, and I was just like, oh, no, like, I understand, but I'm still so sorry, like, oh my gosh, is your car okay? They're like, yeah, there's no damage, but, like, is your car okay? And me and my little mom van car, like, no, there's no damage, and- You know, um, they let me go, you know what I mean? And I feel so blessed because, baby, we did not want that on the insurance. And also, just the fact that I had been having those weird recurring thoughts for no reason, and then that happened, and then they ended up letting me go. But it was like, all right, what I got from that was, God is good, okay? God is good. And I also got, be mindful of your thoughts. You don't have to totally engage with them. But the fact that I kept having that recurring thought made me feel for a thought to recur, and I know that, you know, not everybody might attest to this, but for a thought to recur, it's because you have to have some type of in interest. You have to have some type of interest for a thought to continuously come up. And even though, like maybe about the fourth or fifth time when it came up, I was like, oh my God, what the heck? But it still was coming up because I was giving, you know, I was giving interest to it. I had to be somewhat engaged in it. And I know in me saying this, y'all are like, oh, do you think because you thought about it like that? Like, that's why you got into the accident? And I'm not saying that, but I'm also not not saying that. <laughs> I'm not not saying it because I know how powerful, how powerful thoughts can be, especially Especially when you start to really, really see see the illusion of control, but also the fact that you have control in itself. It's also paradoxical, but it, it makes sense. Believe me, it makes sense. And it's, it's really beautiful. It's just so beautiful. I'm just so happy to be alive. I'm happy to be <sighs> because I didn't ask to be here but best believe i'm gonna make the absolute best out of my presence here i i love i just love being alive i love i love you all for listening i love oh god it's just so much love there's just so much love okay it's all love baby it's all love um but before i go i would just like to say Happy full moon, full moons in Pisces, baby, full moon. (laughs) So if you're feeling a lot of intense emotions and, you know, you're crying or whatever, blah, 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 understand these emotions are going to come. Full moons in Pisces, it's time to set a new intentions. Shadow work, shadow work. That is where I am right now. I've been doing a lot of shadow work and I don't think that I can stop. And I can't like, I mean, whatever, but shadow work is a big a big thing when it comes to full moon so i would say i would advise everyone to you know set new intentions also examine where you are now and see if the intentions past intentions that you set are the reason why you're here now and, mm, it's most likely the case that's definitely why um but let's get ready baby this this full moon i'm gonna be on some real witchy shit you know what i'm saying doing my little cleanses and everything else uh but be blessed It's all love. It's all love, and understand that the truth is to find yourself. All right, bye. Love you. Bye. Okay. (laughs)